1: The Opinion Line on Courts 96 FM. We could all be addicts. I took a checklist this morning, um, and I'll read it out in more detail to you later. But I took a checklist. A frightening number of us could easily be addicted to our smartphones and to our social media. It is a new, recognized form of addiction, a very serious form of addiction. It is addiction to internet and technology. There's a couple of different checklists. Um, smartphones, I'm going through a list of 10 or 11 things here, and I'm going, yeah, 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 yeah. Now, the excuse I'm using is, and I'll give you this later, the excuse I'm using is, well, my phone is my office. And that kind of is making me a little bit biased, but Yeah. But there's now an international organisation. They don't yet have a branch in Ireland, but I imagine it's only a matter of time before they do. They do have two branches in the UK, one in London and one in Oxford, uh, where they meet uh, frequently enough, and they're in many other parts of the world, including the United States, where they were set up. They are ITAA, Internet and Technology Addicts Anonymous. And... They come together in meetings like other addiction groups like gamblers and alcoholics and narcotics and and all of that. I'm joined by Paul, who is a successful member of ITAA and has been clean, so to speak, for a number of years. Paul, he joins us from the States. Paul, we'd all have recognized that you can become addicted to alcohol we'd all have recognized you can become addicted to something like cocaine or ecstasy or heroin or whatever it might be we all recognize you could become addicted to gambling did you ever think though before it happened to you paul that you could become helplessly and hopelessly addicted to all your screens good morning
0: Good morning. I I really wasn't, you know. I got uh, the message about drug and alcohol addiction, and uh, I steered clear of those. Uh, I tried to make healthy decisions, and it was a surprise to find out in my twenties that <laughs> I was uh, had a terrible addiction to the internet, uh, to the screen, and yeah, that you know, in a way, I am a drug addict if uh, you think about the drug as dopamine. So I think it was a big shock to me to think of myself with that label.
1: Yeah, science now understands that dopamine is as addictive in some ways to some people as alcohol is to others. Talk to me about your, your youth, as it were, Paul. We all start to use screens at some point in our life. At what point did it become a compulsion for you?
0: So I remember when I was young, screens were always very compelling and uh, felt like they opened a, a kind of a door to another another world. Um, and uh, I remember being very young and hiding in the bathroom or in my staying up late at night to play on my, my handheld devices. We got the internet when I was around 10, 11, and it was uh, just really... Uh, magical to me. What did you know? i'm uh, I'm thirty now.
1: You would be what we call a digital native, so you you had screens as a child, really?
0: Yeah, exactly. yeah, I, I grew up with with screens, and uh, we weren't allowed to have video games in our home, but I loved going to the friends who had video games in their homes. And uh, I started when I was in middle school. My family would go to sleep. And I would wait until they'd all fallen asleep so that I could uh, head back downstairs and get onto the computer until late at night. And this really started this pattern of uh, procrastination, fear, avoidance, using the screen, um, you know, not doing my homework, uh, faking sick from school, and all of this happening in secret, eating into my sleeping uh, hours. And it just got worse uh, Mm -hmm. over time. I remember being confused by that because in every other aspect of my life I was becoming more capable, more mature, um, uh, accomplishing more things and in this uh, I kind of expected myself to grow out of it and it just uh, kept getting worse. The alcoholic is
1: overpowered by drink, the drug addict is overpowered by their drug of choice, the gambling addict. Etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Were you overpowered by your screens, Paul? Like, did it matter what was on the screen?
0: I remember the first time I thought I might have an addiction was in the middle of a multi day binge. I uh, hadn't slept for days, and I was watching things I didn't want to be watching. I didn't enjoy the videos that were on the screen and i was saying to myself in my head please stop Uh, i was so tired and uh just had no enjoyment of what was going on and i was saying please please stop and i was watching i would watch my hand click on the next video and i felt terrified um and uh, i definitely felt uh totally powerless and it could be anything and it wasn't always these Dramatic binges. Sometimes it was just, you know, s- stealing a couple minutes or an hour in the day. But it could be videos, movies, video games, porn, social media, news, uh, online research. Uh, really, uh, I would just kind of uh, take what I could from whatever the activity was. And once it stopped uh, holding my attention or giving me that sense of, Ease and comfort, I would start searching for whatever the next hit might be
1: and you could do this for hours or days on end until you literally passed out with the controls in your hand
0: that's right yeah i um, I would kind of lay down in the bed and put the laptop or the phone next to me and i would I would pass out um, and I still when I you know when I finally got into uh, into recovery I still felt so embarrassed about thinking about this like an addiction but you know if someone told me that they had to have a drink uh, every day and every couple of weeks they would black out from drinking so much I would not hesitate at all to say that they were an alcoholic and that's what I was like did, did, did your
1: addiction affect life and family and work and things like that
0: it did, uh, and it was hard to recognize in the moment because on the outside, I was a high performer, you know, uh, I was doing very well on my studies and my career, um, no one knew that I had this pattern, it was very secret, it happened at night, and uh, or on the weekends. Uh, but it it did uh, affect me uh, I lost at least one job um, because I'd been up until late late in the night mm-hmm. uh, I lost uh, a couple relationships as well uh, I told my you know my girlfriends that I was I was just working really hard but uh, but there was this other part of the story too it was really a shell and um, by the kind of deepest points of my addiction, I, I couldn't stop thinking about killing myself. Oh, and uh, I told myself, if you do this again, I will kill you. I would go out to bridges in the middle of the night, stand there. I had an internet and technology solution to all of this trauma, unprocessed uh, emotions that I wasn't really well equipped to deal with. And what the internet gave me was the opportunity to just pause life, just take a break. And uh, I always needed more and more of that. And the kind of ultimate conclusion of that path is is death. So how did you discover? I found a, a small, a related uh, fellowship for gaming. I haven't played a game since my first meeting uh, of that fellowship, which is miraculous. Yes. But I I knew that my problem was bigger than that. Uh, there were some other uh, members from that fellowship, who um, were also starting to look at their their general uh, internet and technology addiction, and uh, started having meetings for yeah for what would become ITAA. And uh, so I got involved, and and it's been life changing. It's the exact. Exact same model, uh, which has, yeah, been applied to many addictive uh, substances. I've been very humbled by how powerful it's been. So, how are you now? My last all night binge was November 2017. Okay, and I've been, you know, completely free from the addictive behaviors uh, that characterize. There's a process of discovery of what is it really that sets off that, that process of addiction? And mm. today, uh, I, I pretty much only use technology as a tool. Uh, we're talking on, you know, over a uh, uh, WhatsApp call right now. So- That's an internet connection, like, yeah. Exactly.
1: How do you control within yourself? I need to use a screen for work, I need to use a screen, but I can't get involved in the addiction again
0: it wasn't obvious and it took it took time and the most important part is that I didn't do it myself Mm. Uh, I did with others who also have this addiction another analogy could be to those who have an addiction to food yeah where the goal is not to stop eating but to develop uh, more clarity around what in these behaviors um, sets off that that addictive cycle yeah and what is the kind of healthy life-giving way of relating to these i
1: have no doubt in my mind that there are listeners worried about their their kids their teenagers there are listeners possibly worried about themselves what might be the danger signs
0: some of the signs on our our website a set of questions that you can use to prompt whether this addiction or this compulsion might might apply to you or to a loved one include trying to set limits around our use and and breaking them using longer than intended hiding or lying about the kinds of content we're using or how long we're, we're using for using to change our emotions.
1: I have that list in front of me, Paul. It might be illustrative to, to quote one or two of the questions. Like, do I ever go online to quickly check something and then discover that many hours have passed? Do I have internet or technology binges that last all day or late into the night? Do I hide or lie about my time online or do I feel guilt and shame about my internet and technology use. There are 10 questions about how many of those would you have to answer yes to before you realize you have a problem or before you think a loved one has a problem?
0: If you're answering yes to more than a couple, so say three or more, then it might be worth uh, looking looking at. For context, I can look at that list and say yes to all 10. What's important is uh, today, uh, I don't have to answer yes to any of those questions. And no one should have to suffer uh, in any degree because of their uh, internet and technology use. And that uh, it's possible to uh, have a, a a life-giving and positive relationship with both our devices and, and ourselves. Yeah. Um, and so uh, what we often encourage is that if, you think you might have uh, a problem, uh, or you know someone who might have a problem. Uh, we have uh, meetings um, both online and in person around the world where anyone who thinks they may have a problem can join. That's one of the most helpful steps to take is to just join a couple meetings and see, do I resonate with what other people are, are saying?
1: Because I was about to ask you that, like. I'm not too sure. Do you know you're talking to us now from the United States? And appreciate you taking our call. You, you don't know if ITAA operates in Ireland, but even if it doesn't, one can catch up online.
0: That's right, and uh, some may see it as ironic that you know we have online meetings to um, help recover from.
1: Yeah, our- that wasn't lost on me, Paul. <laughs>
0: But you know, it's like eating healthy vegetables. These are Zoom meetings where, in a group setting, people are uh, sharing what is going on for them and listening to each other compassionately, non judgmentally.
1: When you sat in to your first meeting, how did it feel when you were trying to take your control back?
0: I was terrified, I was whispering. Uh, I was dialing in and I was afraid someone would hear me through the walls of my apartment. And for many years, I had thought that I was, there was something really wrong with me and that I was alone. You know, I looked for something for years and found nothing. And I would just think, oh man, I'm, I'm so messed up. To discover that there are many people, uh, millions around the world who are also struggling with this and that uh, I'm not alone and that there's also um, many people who are getting better and that I can, I can learn from them and take similar steps. Um, it's been very, very powerful as someone who uh, used to really operate on a kind of self-reliance, isolation, you know, hide and figure things out on my own. Uh, to come into a community who understand how severe and painful this can be, um, it's been very empowering.
1: Well, it's been a most enlightening conversation, Paul. The website is internetaddictsanonymous.org. That's right. All right. And continued success in your recovery.
0: Thank you so much. Really
1: appreciate it, PJ. You're welcome. And well done on staying clear of it for as long as you have. It must be really hard to be addicted to something that you also kind of have to have in your life. Like food being another addiction. You have to eat. Like you don't have to drink. So when you are in recovery from alcohol, well, you don't drink. But we have to eat. And similarly, our lives are about screens now. Quartz 96 FM
0: Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines.